This is Robert Fleming, partner in the Tucson, Arizona elder law firm of Fleming and Curdy PLC, here to talk to you about elder law issues. Uh, last week, we published uh, our weekly newsletter, which, by the way, you can subscribe to, on the subject of IRA, Individual Retirement Account Beneficiary Designations, and a recent Arizona case in which the beneficiary designations controlled over over a person's will. And I wanted to take the moment today to talk with my partner, Elizabeth Noble Rawlings Freeman, who is sitting next to me here, about the importance of beneficiary designations in your estate plan. Uh, Elizabeth, uh, how important is the beneficiary designation question? Oh my gosh, so many people look over this question. It's a very important question. In many cases where we have people who create wills, they often overlook the fact that they can avoid probate by using a beneficiary designation with their assets. In the case that we reported on, uh, a man had named his wife as beneficiary of his IRA. They filed for divorce. They were not very happy. He tried to change the beneficiary. The custodian didn't let him. Uh, Two years went by before his death and he never made any change. And the fight was over whether his wife would receive the uh, the IRA, despite the fact that he'd written a new will and trust trying to disinherit her, despite the fact that he clearly didn't want her to be the beneficiary. The court said, nope, she's the beneficiary. Is, does that sort of thing happen? It does. And I would say that we're looking today at beneficiary designations in a larger scope there's a beneficiary designation you can have on basically every asset, everything from a house, a car, an IRA, a CD, a savings account or checking account. All of these kinds of assets have beneficiary designations. You know, I, one of the things that just charms me about the practice of, of elder law is that I learn something new every couple of days, maybe not literally every day, after 25 years or uh, 25 years in the partnership of Fleming and Curdy and 45 in the practice of law or thereabouts. Uh, but I recently, fairly recently, learned that you could do a beneficiary designation on your car. Uh, and that's, that's charming to me. As you say, almost everything could have a beneficiary designation. And those things trump your will, generally speaking. Well, and you use the word Trump, I think it's important to think about the fact that people can use their beneficiary designations in the context of their overall estate plan very intentionally. And so when we meet with people about whether or not they want to do a will or a trust or how those things work together, beneficiary designations are a big part of that. In fact, when we're working with folks these days, many people have IRAs, 401ks, 403b accounts, these retirement plans, the reality is is that the beneficiary designations on these kinds of assets can be incredibly technical in nature once we incorporate them into the rest of their overall estate plan. So here's a question. How often when you're doing estate planning do you find that your clients don't actually know what beneficiary designations they've already made? Probably eight out of ten times. It's pretty common, isn't it? It, it amazes me uh, how often people think they've named, named one person as a beneficiary, but in fact they've named another, or they've not done anything to name a beneficiary. If this is true. It's not a bad thing, though. I think it's a reason to get into your state planning attorney's office 
to sit down, have a conversation, go through the inventory of all of your assets, and then put together a team with your estate planning attorney, with anybody who's advising you about your different financial accounts, and go account by account, asset by asset, to determine what does need a beneficiary designation. And if you already have one in place, go ahead and confirm who the beneficiaries are that you've named. When you make an appointment with Fleming and Curdy to do estate planning, we ask you to bring actual copies of your beneficiary designations. It's not that we don't believe you, but we would like to see what you've actually done. And that's exactly why, is because people are so often surprised to learn what they've done. Uh, they, they believe they, they know what they've done, but it turns out to be wrong. Well, beneficiary designation is a pretty big deal, and, um, and we wish people would be very careful about what they have done with their beneficiary designations and not change them after we talk to them. Um, we're going to talk some more about people changing their estate plans inadvertently, but for now, thank you for joining us for Elder Law Issues. It's Robert Fleming and Elizabeth Noble Rawlings Freeman. How come you got so many more names than I did? I don't think that's fair. Well, my grandfather, Harry Kelly Rawlings, said that all four names were only appropriate, so that's how I used them. <laughs> all right next time. Um, in the meantime, check us out online, www.elder-law.com. If you would like to make an appointment to come in and see us about your beneficiary designations, your estate planning, or any of the other elder law issues we handle, give us a call at 520-622-0400. Thanks.